At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. Tonight, on an all-new OK Talk. But I tell you what I have seen. When my father died, I was driving through the night from San Antonio to um, Wichita and on to Osborne, Kansas, uh, there was this phenomenon it's out here in Oklahoma, uh, near Gene Autry's home, but on the highway. But they got a big sign, Gene Autry Town. Something caught my eye, like it was like a flash. And I looked to my left, and there was like four columns of white lights, and it just came down, 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 down. And then it was a, like a circle of red. And then... Uh, after a little bit, it just, boom, it all went away. And I talked to a man from uh, Roswell, New Mexico, uh, a couple of weeks later, and he said all the activity that was going on out there. And I called him, and he said, you've just seen a, a, a UFO. Wow, how did that make you feel? Oh, happy. <laughs> I wasn't scared. I was locked in the car and headed home. And uh, so, uh, thank you so much for sharing all of that information with me. I really appreciate it. Well, and uh, uh, is your uh, uh, career work is eventually become an anchor, or uh, tell me about your career? I've been doing radio for about twenty years. Okay. And I do a podcast that centers around kind of the spooky and the what have you. Okay. Do I sound like I have anchor capabilities? I think so. I think so. Uh, anchor is no more than having a good conversation with someone. Right. And if you're introducing a new subject, you get all the information you need uh, to be able to do that. And uh, then... You can ask them questions, and you can feed uh, answers and insight. And uh, yeah, I think you 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 do all right. Well, hopefully, one of these days I do better than just all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I hope you have a super job and and get recognized for uh, what you do. And uh, I have to tell you, I was on the radio um, for a while. Well, can I ask you to do me a favor? Okay. I'll turn this little recorder on right here, and how about you say your name and say you are listening to OK Talk. OK Talk? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. I can do that. 
All right, I'm going to count you down. Give me some good broadcast here, okay? Okay. All right. Three, two, one, and you're live. This is Catherine Vos, and I'm on a talk show. Thank you for listening. Uh, Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for visiting with me. I enjoyed the, t- uh, the visit. Let's go. From the heart of the Lone Star State, it's time for Dallas's most popular talk show, Night Talk with Mary Champlain. Bad to the bone. The KTAB phone lines are open and ready for your call at 555-TALK. This KLIF bulletin... From Dallas, three shots reportedly were fired at the motorcade of President Kennedy today near the downtown section. KLIF News is checking out the report. We will have further reports. Stay tuned. I'm black. Oh, good for you. What do you want, a medal? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I don't. Now, don't play with me like them other people. (laughs) Yeah, I want you to know that I enjoy listening to your show. And I want to say, I like you Jews. Well, I like you blacks. I think everyone should own one. <laughs> well, no, no, what I mean to say is, uh-huh. what I mean to say is I have many friends who are Jewish. Oh, really? How many? Well, uh, three or four. I wouldn't call that many. Well, they're very nice people. They're very educated. And they're mm-hmm. good at business. And... Yeah, uh, John, 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 I don't know how to break this to you, but you never got into the benign breath. I mean, you're black. Don't you know how Jews feel about blacks? They hate you. They see you schmartzes on the street. They cross to the other side. I mean, you know those slums in South Dallas where the rats eat little babies for breakfast? Jews own those slums. What do you mean I love Jews? Are you some kind of Uncle Tom or something? Well, what the heck do you know about Uncle Tom? I think Brother Oli I don't care of- what you think. No one does. You want to know why? Because you're trying to kiss the master's butt, that's you why. What? You call me up. You try and get deep with me how much you love Jews. You're lying. You hate them. You hate me. Admit it. I don't it. kiss nobody's butt. Sure you do. You kiss my butt. You're kissing it right now. If you weren't, you'd hang up on me. I don't want to hang up on you. Then I'll do you the favor. Night talk. Debbie, you're on. KLIF 1190 with so much more since 1954 in Dallas, Texas. I'll give it to you. <laughs> 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 this labeled the jackhammer machine gun. <laughs> Dude, Cat walked in when I was putting that together and just looked at me and backed out of the room. I'll give it to you. Feedback. Are we on the-
Don't turn me down. What's up? The gentleman, you are looking live into the OK Talk studios. We have finally achieved. <laughs> there are some people who have not achieved. Sebowski? Underachievers? I don't even have no selfie stick. You didn't even say anything about me being clean shaven, bruh. No, well, I, I saw you post that picture. Well, uh, earlier. You don't, you don't say shit to me. Never. Ever, what, ever. What prompted that? That would be a whole nother episode. <laughs> Do you think that I could delve into the human condition? You never know. In such a short time? We need to cross these microphones on this table in the way that a Bigfoot would with sticks <laughs> in the wood. <laughs> Just make a hut out of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make it obvious. We'll break the branch off of the microphone pointing in a direction which will signify which side of the trail you need to go down <laughs> or don't go down, we'll as it you, were. lead you down the path. I promised this so many, so many, very many times. Okay. <clears throat> so, when I was in <clears throat> Washington... Yeah. Uh, last time in August with uh, David Ellis mm-hmm. and the Olympic Project hanging out on the OP. Where the Olympic Project's operation base is, the closest form of civilization is like a Texaco gas station. Yeah. That's down the road. Quickly, Todd Hale and I used it for many a run, mainly for heady IPAs, but also like they had ice cream and. I bought Ron Moorhead a hamburger there. All the essentials. A a turkey burger. (laughs) Yeah, I bought Ron Moorhead a turkey burger. How many of you people can say you did that? (laughs) Speak up if you can. But the coolest thing about it is, obviously, everything in there is just big footery on the the reel. I don't really freak out over the poster of the Sasquatch or the pajama pants of the big footery i'm rocking the or, or the i'm rocking the sassy air freshener right now in my yeah, car i mean they have that and that's yeah. cool and all but like i could get that anywhere not really sure, but the yeah. internet would provide that yeah yeah but there's one thing that's amazing to find somewhere and that's why i think one of the coolest things is like if you go to a conference which i still have never been to one of these but it's like going to a book fair for that particular topic. You yeah. can locate books that you just can't get anywhere. Just all sorts of self-published things. Or- boy, did they have <laughs> the rack of books. And I actually have two of them here. One of the one of the ones, I think this was the first one that I bought. And it's so funny because I'm looking through the rack and I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And David Ellis is like, oh yeah, you'll want to get that. And then I, I pick it up and it's like $35. I'm like... Well, I'm holding $112 worth of books already. I've been here one hour. Yeah. But this is uh, Sasquatch in British Columbia by Christopher L. Murphy. And it's just, dude, look at the density of this thing. Let me see this. Reports like a mother. Look at that. How great this is that? This looks heavy. No, it doesn't look heavy. It is heavy. It literally, You literally nearly dropped it. I know. Yeah. Like, I guess, I mean, part of it's the paper or whatever it's printed on there. You could... You can mug somebody with this thing. Is this an ape? Is it? Looks more like maybe a goat of some sort. I thought it was a llama the other day, but then I started staring at it, and I thought it could be a gibbon as well. Oh, wow. So this is, well, at least the part that I'm looking at is just a list of different sightings and what happened. Yeah. And pictures to go along with it. That's cool. Right. Okay. So uh, I bought a few books. I'm still shocked at the, the weight of this book. Right. Like, what is this thing made out made out of lead? One of the best things about this book is it's one of the best protections against a Sasquatch <laughs> because it if it comes bullet. at you, 
Yes, it could <laughs> stop a bullet from hitting you from a clock tower. Yeah. And it could also stop a, a man beast in its tracks. <laughs> but this, my friend. Like Thor's hammer. Savage Monsters of the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I, I love the by cover. My, by Michael Newton. Okay. And here's the gold. <clears throat> I love the cover already. Right. Anyway, this is it. I'll show you this later in her webs. But... It's got everything from Ogopongo, Winged Wonders, Lake Monsters. Thunderbirds. Sea Monsters, Lake Monsters, Alien Invaders. And then, of course, it gets into the squatchery. <laughs> of course. How, now, could you, how could you have a book about monsters of the Northwest without squatchery? If you are new to our little show, maybe you don't know the name of Daddis Perry. <laughs> And if you don't know the name of Dennis Perry, I'm very sorry for you, but you're going to go ahead and need to go listen to the Kathy Strain episode of uh -huh. our podcast and learn about the greatness of Dennis Perry. Who else had a good, somebody else, oh, Harriet had some good Dennis Perry Yeah, because he stories. actually talked yeah. to him. And there's some audio in there, but everyone everyone knows now by now you know yeah if you figured it out that that's again that's why i'm interested in the subject is because of a man named Dadis perry so you'll be hip to know that on the plane ride returning to texas from washington mm -hmm. as i'm sitting in my seat on an alaskan airlines jetliner i open up bigfoot in washington and it's got little brief bullet point sightings. So it says like 2009, sometime in January, the SIS logged a hunter's meeting with a very large hairy creature, but withheld the location. That's all it says. It's like yeah. bullet point, recent sightings kind of thing. But then at the end of the chapter, Bigfoot in Washington, there is an addendum called odds and ends. And it says <laughs> like our survey, <clears throat> our survey of Washington Bigfoot sightings includes 39 reports lacking any reference to dates. Those with witnesses fully identified include alphabetically. And Oh, what do we have here? My friend, but the name Dadis Perry, is that under the D's or the P's? Honestly, I can't tell. It's not <laughs> alphabetically well at all. But yeah, yeah. let's not worry about that. We're talking about monsters here. Sure. So let me just tell you, and this is why I've said, holy crap, I read the funniest thing about Dadis Perry the other day, and then I'm like, damn it, I forgot to bring it up. Yeah, that was forever hey, ago. I'd right. forgotten you'd even said that. Right. That was like August. Yeah. Well, today, my man, it's a new day. <laughs> That's what you call paying off on a tease. It's a new Amsterdam <laughs> up in this bitch. This is the sentence. This is all it says. Dadis Perry's assertion that a female creature wearing, quote, a cape of deer skin <laughs> near Lava Butte seemed physically attracted to him. <laughs> now, we all knew that Dadis thought that the female Bigfoot was yep. attracted to him. What the Internet didn't tell you. <laughs> what you what we heard. have failed to report is that he, quote, said it was wearing a cape of deer skin. 
And you people wonder why I say <laughs> he is the real superstar. It's the baddest MFR of all time. So the guy who puts on the beach foot, uh, the big investigator, it's like the Oscars for yeah. Sasquatchery up in Washington, Todd Neese. And I were talking about something related to your wife, actually. And but just in that discussion, it came up as what's the deal with Dadis Perry? Uh-huh. You know, like, who do you think you are, buddy? <laughs> I said, well, number one, I've cleared it with his grandson. So get your ass out of here. He told me. I told him, I was like, well, basically, it's a tribute to who I think is a superstar of the Bigfoot yeah. community. The greatest of all time. <clears throat> yeah. He's Dadis Perry, bitch. <laughs> and he was like, well, I wouldn't say that. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. A cape of deer skin. I love that. What, a, what an, an amazing detail to have left out of, of right. other accounts of that. And, and if you remember that. That when I was going down the list of all of the things yeah. about Dadis Perry, and it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And we were very excited to learn that, in fact, he did think that she was offering herself as a mate to him. I've recounted that story to a number of people <laughs> as one of my favorites of Squatchdom. But now it's taken to a whole new level with it having adorned itself with a deerskin cape. Uh, presumably that it made itself, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how else I would have got it. from an Indian trader? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> looked at this book again since I read that. Why would you need to? It it's is, the best part of the book. It, yeah. <laughs> it is like 11, maybe 12 words. Yeah. Of glory. So there you have it. That's, that is... A latitudinal tease payoff yeah. many, many years down the line. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, don't don't drop that. We'll no. break the table. <laughs> Put a hole in the this damn one floor. Is way too large. Yeah. I have no fucks to give rump a pump pound. So um I think that it's kind of weird that we're recording this and just kind of assuming that the world has heard what we've already done. I'm guessing and hoping maybe that they will have in the way that all of the things happen to us. <laughs> we were trendsetters. Have you seen our latest review? I have not. Oh buddy. I'm about to read it to you. When did this come in? <laughs> Leave us a rating and review on iTunes folks. Uh, this last one was so tear. Oh, that it, it, it pushed us to a four and a half star overall. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Who the fuck did this? I'll tell you here in a second. Dude, this is just a dick move right here. Let's pretend. Do you remember we discussed a lot of things? Yeah. About stuff that was um, tranny related and in the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Politically correct. Right. And I said something along the lines of, People are probably going to be pissed off that I talk in various voices just because that's who I am. And you were like, honestly, I can't believe someone hasn't complained. <laughs> well, guess what? Oh, here we go. It had, it had, had happened, huh? <clears throat> it's a two-star rating. 
Okay. You can see it underneath Hillbilly Brin's 400 dildo rating and someone named Lady Jenny Ann. All right. Who actually said that she loved us. I appreciate that. This is by Radwigs. All right, Radwigs. Two stars. <clears throat> Wouldn't go so At least low. Not, no. Wouldn't go so low as one. <laughs> I can't rate them one. But guess what? I can't in good conscience <laughs> no. rate them one. No. But it took us to four and a half, y'all. Four and a half, y'all. We had a pretty, we had a perfect score. This is my we? livelihood, yeah. bitch. No, we have the other one that's like, oh, meh. oh yeah. <laughs> we said that. that was a one star, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it could have been negative zero stars because he said that it was like McDonald's, overhyped with not a lot of meat. <laughs> the first twenty minutes were a bunch of drug references. No, thank you. Oh well, whatever. Vag. Uh, no, I mean, his name was Vag. I'm not, obviously. Also. Ha- me too. Hashtag also. <laughs> also, he's a Vag. <laughs> also Vag. <laughs> By Radwigs. I tried to listen to the podcast, but the first episode I chose started with the host telling a story about how he was entertained by the, quote, black guy response, along with a, quote, funny impression of the response to an event and how he hadn't been that entertained by a, quote, black guy response for years. What episode was this? Let me finish. All right. It was the delivery and ease with how the comments were thrown out there that made it seem quite clear. It made it seem quite clear. Yes, of course. Which is hard to do. That it was okay to mock, quote, the black guy. I'll fully admit I'm sensitive to this topic because I have been in too many Bigfoot forums and such. (laughs) There's your problem right there. You've been in too many Bigfoot forums. I'll fully admit. I'll fully admit I'm sensitive to this topic because I have been in too many Bigfoot forums and such where the racism flew freely. It's going to be hard to connect with a creature out in the woods when we can't even respect oh. and be polite and kind to humans with different skin tones. You know what? He's right. Two motherfucking stars. <laughs> two stars, though. <laughs> two stars. <laughs> you told me. You were surprised. It hadn't happened already. Here we go. Let me just tell you, man. If you want to come and drag your bullshit to my front door, come with something better than this because this is weak i'm just saying especially if you're on a big footboard and somebody was like hey man this show's great and you listen to me and i'm like hey what's happening and you're like that's offensive let's sound the alarms you know what's offensive it's the fact you're on a big footboard you know who we should bring in right hmm. you know leandro no what are you talking about Leandro. <laughs> Come on. This, this is my man, Leandro. Hang on. Yo, what's up, man? What's the problem? What, what happened? He don't even tell me what your podcast name is. I had to look up there and see a monkey with headphones. That shit racist, too. Why? You make a good point. You what make we, a good point. What we? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we ought to ch- think about changing our logo. Yeah, we yeah. should. We should. You can't put a wolf up there? No. I heard, I heard you talking about a werewolf. Yeah. My old lady got scared about it. What'd she do? She put garlic down my throat, man. <laughs> she nearly killed me. 
guess what? She didn't remember where I'm from, East Tennessee way, used to lots of garlic in my food, was okay with it. Hey, Leander, go ahead and read one of those. Yeah. What's your name again? Matthew? Yes, sir. Matthew. Yeah, of course. Spit it with a PH? Uh, all the time. You should. You should. Don't look at me like that. Every day. Don't look at me like that. Fair enough. Police. Man, that security lady looking fine as fuck out there on the staircase. Hey, I'm going to go holler at this lady. You go ahead and take over. Good Lord. <laughs> Leandro, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm so glad he stopped by. Dude, he will hit that tonight, though. You have no idea. Oh, I bet. Guy's got swagger. He slays. Yeah. He slays. But anyway, sorry. I'd love to know what episode that guy listened to. The black guy response. I don't know. Was that the Dalen? It could have been. Although he'd say the same thing. That's what, that's what is annoying about that. No, it had to have been us talking about like Ghost Brothers or. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, Deficio Stoglin, friend on Facebook, so heard. <laughs> anyway, it's cute that you've seen racism in a Bigfoot forum, which Shocking. I don't doubt. No, I'm sure. That's the one part of the thing that I'm absolutely sure is true. I am so convinced that that head had happened. I ain't even that mad at you. At least it was two stars. Moment of silence for Capenzi. Today, guys, you don't know, but Matthew sent me a story I did. from WFAA, a local Dallas news site. The local ABC News affiliate. Channel 8. Tracking Goatman, the story behind the Lake Worth monster. I don't even know. I wasn't even looking for this. I was just looking at their... I just went to WFAA because I, I was checking local news for a show that we do here, and... This was like one of the top stories. I go, are you freaking kidding me? This is brand new. It's brand new. They published it today. Do you realize that now that I've been working on this national radio show, what I've figured out is the only reason that this happened is because we happened. Because <laughs> you brought a brand new Lake Worth encounter to the, and someone, yeah. someone was listening to the podcast and said, hey, so I need to look into this. There's something to the goat man. Mm -hmm. We need to call over there and figure out who. I, that's the one thing I didn't do. It was copy the reporter. It's on the. Uh, yeah, I did. If a you pull it up, I did a horrible job of printing it. <laughs> Although I thought it was. I forget his name, Aaron. I think I, I don't know. If you pull up, pull up the link, and there's a there's a video to go along. You want to call him right now, or? Yeah, what's going on, Aaron? What's Aaron, up? tell me about the goat man. Hit me back. Do you know of the goat man? This world and everything in it all figured out. Along comes something he can't explain. Take the recent reports of the Lake Worth monster or creature or whatever you want to call it. That was 1969, out here on the north side of Lake Worth. Hey now. It's pretty quiet out here now. In the middle of summer that year, a crowd of people witnessed something they had never seen before. Well, it was about seven foot tall, weighed about 350 pounds. And it was hairy, and I couldn't see his face. It was up there on those cliffs, and it'd stay up there running back and forth. And he threw a tar. Uh, tar? A <laughs> tar? To 500 feet. It wouldn't run through the trail that was up there. It'd run through the the edge of the cliff that was pretty rugged and had a lot of weeds and trees around it. And I couldn't see how no human could really get through there as fast as it could. So all these years later, we got to thinking, where did this happen? For that, we met up with Rob Denkhouse. He's That's the manager of the Fort Worth Nature Center at the lake. We followed Rob a few miles down this winding road. 
Tequila. God almighty, have I been right the there and found the you spotted. There's no brass marker or anything up there. Probably should be. But up on, on the tallest piece of it, you got to imagine back you know, 50 years ago or 49 years ago. What a great idea. What if OK Talk gets a brass marker where the first sighting of the Lake Worth monster oh, happened? Shit. No, that's not. That's not. A, yeah, he does mention that there's nothing there. That's what he's just said. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. There should be a brass marker. There isn't. Yeah. Yeah, dude. let's contact that dude. Dude. Yeah. What would that cost? I don't know. Those tallest trees probably weren't even there. Those probably aren't 50 year old trees. So that was a bare slope for the most part. So he stood up above there and cast that tire over this direction here. That would probably be enough on its own to inspire a legend. Amazing. Number one, I will like to point out that I did, before you did, bring the attention to the legend because I found the dookie. <laughs> It's still out there, folks. And then you contacted a person who works in these very offices right mm, here. Just upstairs. Has had an encounter with the legend. Fascinating. But now all I can think about is us getting a... Oh, my gosh. Donated by OK Talk, a plaque that... That would this, be incredible. Dude, it would become a thing. Like, people would be taking pictures with it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, all this right. is happening. All right. Let me move on to our next story I'm today. I'm down for that. Woman suffocated with garlic during bizarre exorcism. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, let me take you to Hanoi. You may have heard of her. She has a last name, Jane. <laughs> Vietnamese police have arrested a pop singer in Hanoi after he killed a woman in a quote-unquote exorcism. Nguyen Viet Cong, 40, a little-known singer... <laughs> <laughs> I love how they put that in there. What a horrible thing to say about someone in the news story. Even if he did kill someone, he's little known. You don't have to point out that <laughs> this guy sang one time and nobody knows it. <laughs> Just like turn the knife a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Take the knife from out of the ham. Nien Viet Kiaoyong, 40, a little known singer of Vietnamese pop music went to a friend's house for a party early Monday morning where he and other guests consumed an unspecified narcotic. Mm -hmm. The Tui Tree. What the fuck was that? It's it's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> no. No, we've been dealing with this all day. Ghostesses. <laughs> Ghostesses is in here. Suffering from hallucinations, Kwong became convinced that a 20-year-old woman identified only as H... By police. I guess that gave away the hallucinogen. Yeah. She was on H. Was possessed by an evil spirit and began forcing garlic cloves down her throat. Sure. As you do. Police later discovered 33 cloves in the woman's windpipe, <laughs> determining the cause of death is suffocation. Kwang remains in detention, pending an investigation. The little known singer. Moment of silence for H. H and Capenzi. You just, were you going to go to calls now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what does he say? Paul. Paul and, uh, <laughs> do you realize? <laughs> what a great bit of audio. Do you realize describing to somebody why our podcast did that? She was like, 
So you got you, you say moment of silence for Kapinski, and then there are all these other people, and I'm like, <laughs> it's an audio medium, Jane. Yeah, pull it together, lady. <clears throat> but it is funny if you have no idea what we do, just how our podcasts do. Can you imagine? How oh schizophrenic yeah, it must sound. Wait a minute. Our uh, screen. Do you, you have a show called The Cat Sultant? Uh, yeah, we did at one point. You can see I've worked our logo into the into this. We did at one point. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the Cat Sultant. <laughs> we are looking forward to talking to you today. And if you have problems with your cat or anything that you relate to a cat, give me a call. I'm the Cat Sultant. Again, my name is Tommy Jones, and I'm here with the Cat Sultant's best friend, Matt Stoker, who is our producer and call screener. Hey, Matt, how's it going? How's it going? What's Megan doing today? She's chilling at home with the cats. Oh. <laughs> well. As always. Let's give her a call and say, hey, from the cat Sultan. <laughs> so, have you ever had a cat named Fluffy? No, I have not. Have you ever had a cat named Spots? No, have you ever had a cat named Boots? Yes. Have you ever had a... You have. <laughs> I've had a cat named Boots. Let's talk about Boots. Okay. So, boots is long dead now. The cat's... Moment of silence for Boots. <laughs> Boots, Capenzi, and H. Okay, but seriously, Leandro handed me the story. I better read it. Yeah. Chilling discovery is 27 pairs of severed human hands mysteriously wash up on an ice-covered island in Russia. The shocking discovery was made close to the city of Kobrovskik in the far east of Siberia, close to the border with China. All but one of the 54 hands were in a bag. Another, spotted first by a local was lying separately on a snow-covered island in the Amur River, around 18 miles downstream from the Russian frontier with China. The sinister finds were laid out in the snow for a police picture. Mm. They were located at a popular fishing spot by locals, said they had seen nothing suspicious, <laughs> except for the fact that there's a bunch of hands. There's a bunch of hands. I did see that, but that's normal. It's like that scene in the Blair Witch Project yeah, where she's down at the river. She's like, you guys seen anything crazy? <laughs> like, well, we just been out here fishing for bass for like, well, actually, I did see a woman lift her shirt up and she had horse legs and a dong and hair everywhere. Other than that, nothing. Uh, yeah, totally normal day other than that. Who said they had seen nothing other surprising except for a horse lady with a dong. This is clearly a Russian Chinese story. 27 pairs of hands. What do you think? Medical discovery taken from corpses? I have to think it's mob-related, right? Who obviously knew about the collusion. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what happens to you. I don't know what you want to do here. This is the turning point of the show. Mm -hmm. Want to know what I've been bothered with lately? Mm. One, I don't have one and I'm glad, but the stories about Alexa laughing at people. Have you heard about this? No. No. I haven't heard about that. Oh, no. Reports have started to flood in <laughs> about Alexa. L laughing at people's, like, requests? So, here's the deal. Yeah. Imagine you flick off the lights at the end of the night. You just are about... <laughs> was that real? Yeah, that was real. That happened? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it's it, there's a loading dock on the other side of that wall. 
No. It's been doing it all. That sounded like some Super Mario sound. <laughs> Dude, that was the weirdest thing. How big did my eyes get? B. Oh, they got B. Yeah. Anyway, you're pulling the covers up just to your chin. Jesus. <laughs> That's so bizarre. A baby laughing. <laughs> yeah, your AI robot's freaking me to fuck out. Yeah. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, it's worse than bizarre. It's not even just yeah. bizarre. It's worse weird, it? than that. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So anyway, you want to do stupid shit now? You want to listen to Kapinzi? <laughs> yeah, of course. Kapinzi. <laughs> We're good at what we do, though. Yeah. That's some good shit. Like, <laughs> you don't want to hear a podcast where we talk about bad reviews and then bring in Leandro, my barber. But that was some good shit. Seriously, having the conversation with someone that was like, what was that? Then all of a sudden there were people in the room <laughs> and the things. Every radio station and television station in America on right. the fifth year anniversary that morning, which coincided with, I believe, the plane hitting the second tower. Mm -hmm. Although I do know some of our conspiracy theorists will believe that it's when the third building collapsed. <laughs> And the gold was plundered. Am I wrong? I see Pro you. Prove up, me wrong. I see you up there, prove Boston. Loose change. I see you in Boston. Please join us in silence as we remember those innocent Americans lost in this unconscionable, cowardly act of terrorism on our nation. Uh, Paul in uh, what, what, KTCK oh. Dallas Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman Dennis. Sorry. KTBK. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. That wasn't. Uh, I want to pay attention. I'm very sorry. Well, this hey, is supposed to be the moment of silence now, then. Okay. All right, let's do the moment of silence. Okay. Here's, here's this is day of, is, we, is it not? Um, no, it's anniversary. Oh, well, it's, it was like the it, year, was the, it was the year anniversary, wasn't it? Was it was the five-year anniversary, oh, okay. and it was a national moment of silence yeah. designed specifically for that time of day where every radio station and every television station was going to stop what they were doing. <laughs> So people can lower their head. Dude, how often did we work these kind of things where it was like, this is so critical. Yeah. Like Greg Knapp played. Yeah. We may have to just play that next. Fuck it. We have a toy. Please join us in silence as we remember those innocent Americans lost in this unconscionable, cowardly act of terrorism on our nation. Uh, Paul in uh, what, what, KTCK oh. Dallas Fort Worth <laughs> KTBK Sherman Dennis KTBK Sanger. I love Gordon with it. Also, oh, sorry about that. I wasn't uh, won't let up. I want to pay attention. I'm very sorry. Well, this hey. is supposed to be the moment of silence now. Then, all right, all right let's do the moment of silence. Okay. <laughs> here's here's one thing before we uh, move on and take calls on this. Uh, time out. I thought the moment of silence was between the ID and when he came on and started talking again. That's the moment of silence, isn't it? It was a little longer than what you left there. Oh. No, the, the moment of silence was... Um, You're not the first one to be confused. You, you want to do over? You you talked, over? He talked in the moment of silence, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, so you, you have to stop the first talking time. in five seconds. Sorry. All right, one more, one more thing to wrap that up. <laughs> There'll be a more awkward thing to play. Boy, that was... Yeah. Oh... <laughs> All right, we um, we are not doing the emergency break of the week this week. 
but if we were doing it, I'm sure that would be a candidate. <laughs> Let me just say this. That was very awkward. Let me just say this. <laughs> you went to call. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> nobody, nobody has any idea why you would randomly just say, moment of silence for Kapinzi. Because in my head, in my twisted, messed up, distorted mind, I could say that about anything in the world. Yeah. And then I hear, uh, Paul and, um. <laughs> Paul and, uh. God, that's a classic. So anyway, nobody knows. Wait, what was the Cliff story? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is a little bit sketchier with me. But this was also 9-11 related. There was something playing on Cliff. It was 9-11 and KLIF goes to play this thing. And instead of it being this 9-11 piece that's important and somber and patriotic or uh -huh. whatever, it was a clip of the hard line and basically they were talking about penises the whole time. <laughs> and remember then we had the combined Inco shit. Right, yeah. And so there was something about the way that it was labeled that made the 9-11 thing pull up, you know, taps and military <laughs> and all of that crap. You wrap your flag around and then it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> those are the things that I loved the most about working in radio was just those moments where <gasps> the wheels came completely off. Wait a minute. You may have it. May have it. Probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't have divulged any information. Raj, can you play that for me? Raj? It's one of the most uncomfortable moments in radio history. Budweiser. It's what we do. Together. Budweiser Beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Responsibility matters. AIDS can affect all of our lives, directly or indirectly. That's why it's important to educate ourselves. As a matter of fact, there are several things you can do to help stop the spread of AIDS. Number one. Always practice safe sex. Holy crap, baby. You're hot. We will never sex all night. It's harder right now. It's hard. Never. I saw the second building. Collapsed. I was just standing in the middle of the street. And it just looked like it was sort of falling. And then I crushed and the smoke started now hold. <laughs> and now they're trying to come back. <laughs> 3 the time, the legendary 570 KLIF. David Yates at his home and garden radio. We're broadcasting home and garden radio. Okay, oh, wow. so that was just a packaged tribute. So that's that was a weekend. That was a, that would have been a weekend show. Dude, it was the legendary. So that's under Steve Nickel. That was when we were kings, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not anymore. We are barely jesters. The best part of it is when he tries to go to the actual. Yeah cliff remembrance thing and it's like it's really hard, it's hard. <laughs> yeah it's what we do together budweiser beer anheuser-busch st louis missouri responsibility matters stupid aids can affect
affect all of our lives, directly or indirectly. That's why it's important to educate ourselves. I love how long it goes before they realize. There are things you can do to help stop the spread of AIDS. Number one. Always practice safe sex. Holy crap, baby. You're hot. We will never sex all night. We will never sex all night. You're hot. We will never sex all night. Oh my god. I can just imagine the panic. I'd love to know who that was. I'm sure I know who that Dude, was. Dude, it had to have been like, you know, Tony or Alan. I'm trying to think of. Maybe, well, Yates was a Saturday Dude, show. maybe it was Nikki. I was going to say, because Nikki had one of my favorites. Oh. Dropping like it's hot. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> like it's hot. Dropping the end bomb on. on uh, Dude, so since the person that is also being yelled at by Savage happens to be married to said Nikki. Uh-huh. Let's see. I think I have it here. This is almost so racist that I would expect to find it on a Bigfoot board. <laughs> to set this up, this was a weekend program that was the most straight-laced financial program. He did bring good wine. Oh, he's great. I I, I love him to death. But Shout he's, out Spencer McGowan. Shout out Spencer McGowan. He's awesome. Paul and... Um, when, I left, when I left Cliff, he took me out to lunch and I got to go see the the palatial offices of his of his place and we went out and ate and it was the it was awesome but regardless he's cool but he, he was doing a financial show right he's just doing a here's what happened but he he gave you a fair amount of freedom if you were his board up he gave you a fair amount of freedom to bring it back in for me nikki whatever you think is yeah, right to play to play music whatever you want to do here is fine with me Man, the names that are on this... Look at the names that are on this email. Tony Marshall, Ryan, Ryan Fox. Yeah. One of the most famous DJs in America. Yeah. Anytime I work Red Eye, I see Ryan. Oh, do you? And I just look at him and I say, <laughs> I know who you really are. Alan Young, John Griffin. Classics. Shotgun. Class me. Classics. Mainly me. Mainly me. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to remind you, you are listening to OK Talk. Take yourself to the interwebs and download and podcast all the good good that happens from the radio to your ear holes. And here's finally, here's the audio. Best in research and also the best in financial analysis. Call 214-720-4400. Get your recession kit today. 214-720-4400. Net Worth Radio mm -hmm. will be right back in the bond section, and we will cover some of the economic reports that you need to have right here on 570 KLIF. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. If a nigga get an attitude. <laughs> Because of the internet, Panic. you can travel anywhere in got the world too. and never leave 400. One, so, one, he covered up bitch when he was talking. Yeah, he uh, did. And he nearly covered that up as well before. This is so old. I used to pay for the Napster that was on that computer. Uh huh. Napster. I mean, just Napster. Think about right? that for a minute, folks. And we will cover some of the economic reports that you need to have right here on 570 KLIF. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a nigga get an attitude. <laughs>
Because of the internet, you can travel anywhere in the world and never leave Big Dallas Fort Worth. Forum. <laughs> what are people in radio doing? I love it. This is one I jumped onto the scene in radio at in the Dallas. We had an afternoon show. It's called the Greg Knapp Experience. I feel like we played. We might have played this, but I. I don't. Care. We should play it again. I, I bring this up on a regular basis as one of my favorite things that's ever happened. On the reg? Yeah, yeah. On the reg. So. On the veg. What is occurring here is this was during, if if you will remember, dear listener, Terry Shavo. Close your eyes and let doodly-doo, doodly-doo, doodly-doo. Terry Shavo, of course, famously was in a coma. Her family was like. F you, we're going to pull the plug. We yep. don't care anymore. We're tired of paying you medical bills. A lot of debate. Feeding about- you liquid Cheerio. Yep. We're done here, Terry. So KLAF had two main live shows during the day, a morning show, that I would end up running, classically. Mm-hmm. and uh, Which we have played audio <laughs> from oh recently. God. Oh, my God. The Christmas Dragon? Yeah. Yeah, because we were upstairs. Moment of silence for the Christmas dragon. <laughs> so we did play that up. That You're right. Audio. So anyway, and this was the afternoon show. And it's the Greg Knapp experience. And Greg is kind of a big deal. Could have been back. KCMO. <laughs> he actually was a savage fill-in for a little while. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm filling in. And the producer of his show has moved over. And he is running the board. So he's in a, another room. There's a glass between us. Who was running the board at that time? Shotgun. No, no, no. I know. But who's nor- who was Alan? Normal? Alan was running the board mm-hmm. back then. So Alan was out. So Shotgun moved from that room into that one. Yeah. He's running the board. I'm in this producer booth. And then Greg is in the studio right in front of us. So he's through the glass to me, through the glass to Shotgun. Mm-hmm. And we have a control system with touchscreen monitors, which were... <laughs> amazing back then yeah so the the talk show host can be like i want you to now listen to the president discussing nafta and he could just touch the button and it would play they didn't have to call for cut right there wasn't (laughs) (laughs) let me spell it out for you one two three Three. no there was none of that (sighs) they could just hit it themselves God, that's horrific the process of the day would be you would get audio from various places and then you would load it into this automation system so that it could be played for radio. It's not like you have a bunch of cuts in your Windows media player. That's right. just not how we did it. There's so much gold here. I mean, the only thing that I can continuously tell people is that when he is saying, is it ready now? I'm looking at him and waving him off as if he is trying to land <laughs> and the earth has collapsed and it's lava. Like, yeah. I'm like, don't no. do it, Greg. So, yeah. So the setup here is there. We're talking about the or he's talking about the Shivo case. There was a woman who was on the Glenn, Glenn Beck, Beck show, show uh, who had enough. been in a vegetative state. Glenn Beck took a picture of Matt and I with the Darth Vader. It's helmet. true. It's true. Who had been in a vegetative state and then. And then come and then recovered. So yeah, the question of whether or not it's worth waiting to see if she'll recover was 
attempted to be answered here. The stupid shit that is in the news, man. Yeah. You remember how big of a deal this was? They're yeah. going to kill that poor woman. <laughs> so here you go. Man, this put me on the scene, son. I got this sent to me. I didn't hear this live on the air, but we have a sister station. Right, so hold on. So this is, let's let's set this up. Does the original audio actually even exist? I don't have it. I I have it in that context. Not only was it played on the morning show, on the ticket, which, so at this time, I'm currently also, I worked in marketing. We actually had a marketing department. Mm, Imagine that. I was an intern for Bob and Dan, and I worked in promotions for the ticket. Where I famously got the name Big Harry Clint. Shotgun got the name Shotgun for the ticket too, didn't he? Yeah, because he... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, Shotgun was running the SMU Mustangs football on a Saturday. And I don't know if you know this, but since the Mustangs were given the death penalty for giving people gold Corvettes to come here in the Uh 80s, they've been terrible. So they, but they did this thing with one of their sponsors where it was like, call tomorrow or listen tomorrow morning and figure out the SMU Mustang play of the day and then call later in the day and you'll get a prize. Yeah. So every broadcast of a football game, there would need to be (laughs) one play that was pulled and Shotgun is working on the weekends at the ticket. He had been there six weeks, maybe. Six weeks, right? Yeah. And his wife is up there during the SMU football game, and he's all cocky about, like, yeah, check this out. Like, I'm at radio. And so, yeah, if I wanted to, you know, play some sound. And so he has the pot up, and Mark Followell, who now is legendary, Legendary. Legendary You will be seeing him World Cup it. Yeah. Uh, He's the Mavericks broadcaster, but at the time, he was just a ticker ho, like just did tickers, the news guy, but he is the broadcaster of SMU football, and he's Daniels back in the shotgun, and shotgun fired off a... Right when he said it, but it went over the air when Shaga didn't mean for it to go right. over the air. He wanted to have it in cue, basically. Right. So that we'll hear it, but it's not as if. And, and it that was, loud was the too, only right? play that SMU scored a touchdown. They got beat 65 to 7. Daniels back in the shotgun. <laughs> touchdown, SMU. Dude. <laughs> Followell famously was so pissed off that he came in there and deleted it out of the encode so oh, that it could never be never spoken be heard of again. again. Because, I was wondering why that audio wasn't anywhere. Oh, yeah. No, because you're yeah. ruining his radio career yeah. by playing it. So that famously is how Scott Jones became Shotgun. <laughs> so Shotgun and I are on the Greg Knapp experience. And Conservative. And so I pulled some of Glenn Beck's interview with Kate Adams. This is a woman who was diagnosed as being in this persistent vegetative state. Okay, so listen very closely. Kate Adams America. was asked here, were you in a coma, Kate? Excuse me, I need to have... Uh, what's going on here, guys? We've got the wrong signal up here. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, Let's there we go. Again. Uh, Clint, can you please... Try and reload. And that. this is when you're saying no, no. Because I think it got crossed with a uh, with another one. Is it ready to go? No. Can you hear it now? No. 
All right, let's try it again. No! Okay, please try and fix that for me. Uh, delete that and re- reformat it if you need to. None of those make sense. Move on to the second one. <laughs> about that later. Hang on. I apologize, guys. We've been putting so much audio into this machine today. So sorry. We got some things crossed. Yeah. Uh, well, Why does he say, yeah, there we go, yeah. when he hits yeah, it there the we second go. time? Dude, I just want you to know. You know me. Dude, I was double over, cry <laughs> fucking laughing. Like, you couldn't see me from any of the studios. Like, after I was like, no. And Shotgun couldn't hide. Yeah. He's sitting in the high chair right yeah, there in front of him. The man of the high chair. But he's just holding on the button, and he was like, what the fuck just happened? But he's looking at Greg like, yeah, we got it now. You know, like, once Greg plays yeah. another cut. Because for some reason, Marge Simpson's sister... The amazing thing was, it it was just like the Savage thing. It's labeled that, but it ain't that. Right. Because so, yeah, what, technology what, and AI is going to destroy right. us. What had to have happened is somebody just wrote over that cut, but that screen had not been refreshed, if I remember how Enco works. Sure. Because it just it would not refresh whenever... But whenever why somebody, does he say, yeah, yeah there, there we, we go. go. Just being in this persistent vegetative state... Okay, so listen very closely. Kate Adams America. was asked here, were you in a coma, Kate? Excuse me, I need to have... Uh, what's going on here, guys? We got the wrong signal up here? Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. Let's try that again. What? Uh, Clint, can you please no. try and reload that cut number one for me? Because I think it got crossed with uh, with another one. Is it ready to go? Can you hear it now? No. All right, let's try it again. No. Okay, please try and re- fix that for me. Uh, delete that and re- reformat it if you need to. <laughs> Let me move on to the second. I love his uh, I- excuse. I was really hoping that's what you said to Savage was, we've been putting so much audio in this machine. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. We've overworked. Let's worry about that later. Hang on. I apologize, guys. I apologize. We've been putting so much audio into this machine today. <laughs> we got some things crossed. Uh Kate Were you asked, in a you coma, a Kate? Tube pulled from you. Did you have it turned off on you? I lived through. And then finally uh, he gets the right. right cut. What a horrible sound that was. <laughs> <laughs> what a great and answer. So appropriate. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. But you what were the one that said that. that. I don't right? think it's one of Marge Simpson's. Yeah, sisters. Patty or Selma Simpson. Whatever. <laughs> no. So the funny thing is. Though I worked down there, I didn't send it because our promotions director at the time, Baylor Witcher, sent it. Oh, I thought you and had sent it. it. No, of course everybody thought I sent it. <laughs> I thought I'm, you had told me that I'm, you sent it. It wasn't me. It was the promo director. <laughs> and then our program director was like, Clint, um, did, did you do that? I was like, no. No, I'd tell you if I did, because why? And he's like, well, uh, I mean, these are people who, when I started, ta- when I took over the morning show and I was running the board yeah. and I was playing drops, like they were like, well, I mean, the ticket does pretty well. Yeah. 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 You think? You think that ha- actually acting like we have a personality, there's a modicum of, yeah. hey, if you listened yesterday and you heard a funny audio cut, that maybe today we could play. But they freak the fuck out over yeah, that no, shit. You know, I mean, it's buttoned up, khakis, 
what was his what was the fallout from that like did he there actually was none greg was cool as shit yeah he was just like what the fuck was that I'm like did he not see the humor in it oh i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know if there was humor seen in it yeah but there was no like but he wasn't saying that this was the is worst. the worst thing that's ever happened in radio i nearly killed myself and quit radio <laughs> Yes, that is so funny. He, he he was upset. Clearly, he handled it okay, though. I yeah, think. he did. He didn't explode. Yeah, and, yeah. There we go. Like one of the national guys would. Those guys are so ridiculous. Josh. <laughs> Does anybody know Greg Knapp? Is he a good guy? I'm Josh sure is a guy sports reference. Never met him. We wouldn't have hired him for this company if he wasn't. That's right. But uh, but here's the little kicker to the story. The guy who's running Greg Knapp's board. Is a guy named Scott Jones or Shotgun, <laughs> Shotgun. Jones, who used to be on the rant. He used to call you sir. Sorry, yeah. sir. Sorry, sir. I will kill myself now, sir. <laughs> and he got his nickname by firing off a shotgun blast during a Mark Follow LSMU broadcast, which was the most shocking uh, drop placement ever. It was so inappropriate. SMU. No, that wasn't always. Blew us off the air. <laughs> Oh, so let's say that happened that Friday. So Monday morning, Gordon's playing it like right out of the jump. And then Monday night during the P1 Wild Ass Circus that Big Dick Hunter did, they spent an hour on it. They, really? they did a poll of what would be better to play in that situation. Could anyone come up with a better sound that you're asking a person who came out of a coma. It's so perfect. Like, it is cosmic shit. I'm telling you. There has is that been planned? That would have been the greatest radio right. bit of all time. I can't write shit that's better than that, man. <laughs> no. And I write good shit. Yeah. No, that was, that was too perfect. And then, of course, one of the reasons why the ticket is the greatest radio station in the history of America is every Friday, they make fun of themselves. And they have uh, an award show called The Emergency Break of the Week where they play the three biggest fuck-ups just basically in broadcast. It could be from the show or from national stuff. I mean, the the football announcer earlier this year. Remember week one? Remember what's his name? Here he is having the time of his life. I didn't hear that one. What? No. <laughs> Vamp. I'm vamping right now. I can't believe I'd love to know. I would love to just go back and watch that moment unfurl in 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 there because I know how. Oh, you'd be cry laughing. Oh, I'm sure I would. You'd be cry laughing at and me. just thinking and just thinking of like because I was cry laughing. <laughs> at, I was like, holy shit! Just thinking of shotgun in that scenario. That stuff gives me goosebumps. That moment with Greg Knapp. As I am doubled over, and I can't even look at shotgun. Yeah. I, I'm literally remember how there's the yeah, monitors yeah. there, and I'm behind like them, leaning behind it. And I am just—if you were looking at me, I was doing <laughs> the thing where I wasn't even laughing out loud. Like I was just—you were just convulsing, bouncing. You know, it looked like yeah. I was dropping it like it was hot. Yeah. But shotgun just having the what what. what? <laughs> And I stuck my head up, and the first time I looked at him, he's cutting his eyes at me, and Greg is just <laughs> serious American radio. Yeah. He's Why got a segment we, to do. Oh, we got to save yeah. 
that poor woman because they're going to kill her. And Shotgun is sitting there looking at him with this goofy ass look on his face. And he's got this baseball cap, but he's cutting his eyes at me. Yeah. And I'm just like, and this is long haired Clint. I mean, everyone at KLIF looked at me sideways yeah, yeah. because I look like Jesus. Just now, just talking about it, I have that hyperventilation yeah. thing in my chest where I'm like, it's so funny. Oh, it's so perfect. But that's what I was going to say. It's Big Dick does a whole hour on what, if you were planning that as a radio bit, yeah. what would be better to play than, nah. <laughs> <laughs> were you in a coma, Kate? <laughs> and then Friday came the emergency break of the week and it's a whole nother thing and famously it lost for some reason because we hand these things over to the public you don't know about sergio dip so week one on monday night they'll do two games in the middle of the first quarter with four minutes to go when it's seven to nothing america was entranced by a young man named sergio dip because <laughs> They threw it down to the sideline. Matt, you're a lover of media. Yeah, yeah. This is gold. For the Chargers, and here's Sergio Dip. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. <laughs> you watch him now on the screen. This diversity in this background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado. Here he is having the time of his life. Dude, the internet exploded immediately. <laughs> the the immediate meltdown. Of, oh, he's like, oh, I know what he's uh, feeling too. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. There's nothing worse. Like, you can't. Coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. <laughs> The God. internet exploded. I love and they that. were like, they were doing this thing where everyone was the rubbing the hands emoji, and people were like, just waiting for the next Sergio Dip report. <laughs> and ESPN pulled him off. Like, you yeah. didn't see him again ever. You didn't see him again, Sergio. period, right? So later on that evening, there was a tweet with video attached from Sergio Dip. And I swear to God, you'd think he had kidnapped a child and hidden himself in a hotel room. He's sitting on his hotel room bed. It's dark. Here he is having the time of his life. <laughs> having the time of his life. Dude, the emphasis on I'm going to close this with a kick in the balls. This is that's that's boom goes the dynamite. The amount of people that were like, I'm not watching Monday Night Football again until Sergio Dip is back on the <laughs> sideline. It was insane. It was insane how popular it became because yeah, he has that 
stare into the microphone where he's grinning, but he's like, doesn't know yeah. if it's to him yet. Coach, so good to be with you. Just down here observing the things. Watching from the sideline. Having the time of his life. <laughs> Dude, it's here we go. It's been a couple of hours now trying to digest what just happened to a 29-year-old Mexican guy like me. What? It's 9-11. I'm in Denver, Colorado. And this is the NFL. A Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Chargers. The biggest stage possible. <laughs> I was studying my elementary school September 11, 2001 in Calexico, California. Born in Mexicali, Baja California, Mexico. But growing up in the American environment as a minority. A minority like head coaches Vance Joseph and Anthony Lynn. So what I wanted to do was to show some respect. Making my debut as a minority on American national TV. What? The biggest stage out there. <laughs> on the most heartfelt day in this great country made up by immigrants. What? And on some people's perspective, it all went wrong. But I truly meant no disrespect. It looks like he's reading. Because all I wanted to do was to show some love to these two historical head coaches. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll have another chance. Nope. And be sure I'll make the most out of it. No. That is so bizarre. Dude, it's 9-11, too. Yeah. Like, honestly, we couldn't have planned that yeah. like we could the, the shotgun audio. Look at this look on his fucking face. <laughs> Is two hours in Denver, Colorado. Uh, a couple of hours now trying to digest what just happened hey, to coach, a is the biggest twenty-nine-year-old Mexican of the guy. Mexican guy. guy. <laughs> it's nine eleven. Oh, I'm in Denver, Colorado, and this is the NFL. And this is the NFL. A Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Chargers the biggest stage possible. <laughs> I was studying my elementary school. He's had like 11 Dos Equis at yeah. that point. He's like, the biggest stage. It's like the biggest stage possible. Possible. The whisper, I love that. The whisper tale. Yeah. Having the, the time of his life. <laughs> hey, coaches. <laughs> okay, so... I guess this is just dissolved into making fun of other media people. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the biggest stage biggest, possible. Biggest stage possible. Possible. This is the NFL. Hello, everyone. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend, and they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. 
They started off good, but then eventually the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh, no. Oh, and no. Okay. We're going to continue on now. <laughs> the Ladies Cardinals will play an Iowa tournament starting this Friday. This is for like a college TV Before station, right? the Ball State baseball team kicks off its conference season this, we this weekend, the Cards will battle in in-state rival Indiana tomorrow. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, <laughs> beating both first <sighs> His highlights running. Shuffling papers. Yeah. No idea where he is or what he's that doing. Happened. They started off good, but then eventually the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh, no. We're going to continue on now. The ladies Cardinals Such will play great an Iowa voice. tournament starting this Friday. Before the Ball State baseball team kicks off its conference season this, we this weekend, the Cards will battle in in-state rival Indiana tomorrow. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the <laughs> beating both. <laughs> I wonder if he's having a hard time reading prompter or Dude. something. Meeting between. I mean, uh, uh, it'll be the. Uh, uh. Dude, imagine how many times you've had to get up and read a eulogy. So the Ball State baseball team has lost, <laughs> which meant that the players were all murdered on the field <laughs> in the way that an Aztecian yeah. team would be. So here he oh, is no. standing on the podium at the biggest stage <laughs> possible. Dude, this is the beginning of the internet. When you see a video that says E bombs world, oh yeah, you're you're delving back. You're early. That's like that's like whenever uh, <laughs> like archaeologists like have the strata of of the rocks and like here's one and here's the next one. Here's ten thousand years ago. Yeah, anything marked gorilla mask. Like, <laughs> anything marked with E bombs world. Between the two, beating both first. <laughs> The highlights roll. Yeah. Hoosiers are on the four on on the year. What? And they have won six of its last seven games tomorrow. Will what? be the game. I forgot how long this was. At 3 p.m. And boom. Which, switching to Ball State men's tennis. It seems last week player on. It seems every week they have a player. <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. Mad Lawrence is the latest oh Cardinals tennis player Dude, to win Dude, don't be sorry. You Lamar gave internet all joy. This, all the singles and doubles. Uh, yeah, this has got to be one week. of the most classic so clips far, on the, the internet. The have had a player honored on the, on the weekly awards. Seven out of the nine... He comes so strong, weeks, though. The Cards will play at Boise State Invite uh, this weekend. Uh, uh, the Indiana Pacers are go. looking for a measure of uh, revenge tonight against the New Jersey Nets and to strengthen their playoff hopes. The Nets won the last Sunday's matchup, 94-85, which left the Pacers one go. game behind the Chicago You're feeling it. in the seventh series spot. What? Let's check out the highlights. How it's run, how it's run, no words, how it's run. Steven Jackson's David. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shots of basketball right now. Reggie Miller's looking good. He shoots a three, and it's good. Passes to the man. <laughs> Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, 
and boom goes the dynamite. The final scores ended up with the Pacers 63 to the Nets 61. What a horrible game. 63-61. Yeah, what a terrible NBA game. 1958? Yeah. Was announced today at Utah's seven-foot sophomore center Andrew Bogat was the leading vote getting receiving 60 first place votes. Was the leading vote getting Bogart, receiving. Australian native received very little attention in the presentation in the preseason. Oh, God. Dude, it's so long ago that Chris Paul is a point guard at Wake Forest. Yeah. He's the leading vote getting receiving. <laughs> and boom, boom goes, goes the dynamite. It's one of those things where you've written a line that you're like, I gotta get oh this. Oh my God. I gotta hit when this line. When he says, passes it to the man. <laughs> to the man. But averaged 20 points and 12 rebounds a game for Utah. The four other players joining Bogite on the AP team are senior forward Wayne Summers and Kansas of Kansas. And <laughs> Kansas of Kansas. <laughs> what are you doing? That is a catastrophe. Warwick of Syracuse. Junior guard JJ Reddick of Duke and sophomore huh, JJ Reddick. And sophomore guard Chris Paul of Wake Forest rebounded out the list. Rebounded out the list. Rebounded no. out the list. Let's check out some of the scores tonight. South Carolina UNLV 15 to 11. No quarter, no time. 15 yeah. to 11. Uh, and they scored five baskets. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for that look in the sports, Brian. Yeah. That is, if you didn't know any better, that's a bit, right? I mean. Oh, it's so great. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so great. I know the feeling of that because I did some of that in college myself. And so it's like you've got students doing the newscast you've got students running the prompter you've got students writing the copy nobody knows what the fuck they're doing you're totally undermined yeah you're undermined you're being sabotaged at every turn it's the end of the world never in my 24 <laughs> years worst. of radio um, i nearly killed myself i quit radio yeah. also so it's like yeah anything that could go wrong could possibly so yeah who knows like who knows what was happening there to cause all that so we have a lady who's in the local media market who, before she came back to the local media market, did something that's pretty amazing as a broadcaster. Uh-huh. Her name is Cynthia Izzy Familiar with Izzy? Izzy Izzy. Mm -hmm. Lizzy Lizzy. Skyline grad. Dallas to the co. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm about to play? No, I don't. Buddy. Buddy, 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 buddy. Here she is discussing a big story. Right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. <laughs> so we'll hear about that. I have seen this. I didn't remember it was her, but I have seen But... <laughs> He's gay. He's gay. I mean... Interview Eric Weihenmayer. So, you know, the joke here, which she's never confirmed, she's actually been to the house before, but she won't discuss it, is that he's gay. Her co-host is gay. Uh, and for whatever reason, she's thinking, she's thinking about, about him. him being gay because he probably said something about, like, I love to climb Mount Everest, if you know what I mean, <laughs> Cynthia. And so... What an odd reason <laughs> to get recognition for climbing the tallest mountain in You'll the world. You'll never believe it. You'll, you, I mean, 
right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. up. Okay. As we head to the break, I'll look at the... <laughs> His face, he was like... <sighs> he looks at her like, you bitch. <laughs> How could you ever dare take me out like that, you oh, whore, God. slut, whore, slut. You know what? Just for that, there's one more. There's one more e break to play. Sure, it's the famous one, and it's about Hillary. This is a good one. Can we all hold our head in silence? Moment of silence, dude. Capenzi. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, man? I know. He runs into a goddamn fence and dies, or yeah. a bridge. A bridge. I mean, how how fast? Darting he, around. What is he bolting in a giraffe body? <laughs> Do you remember when he used to disappear to the bathroom? Don't talk to me about him in the bathroom. It would be like coming back from break. Well, where is he? He's still in the bathroom. So we go get him from the bathroom. Sorry, guys. We'd have to, like, most, vamp. most radio hosts, they're like, why is this break so long? Yeah. I, I need to get on the air. He's like, can you can you put in that three-minute 9-11 tribute where it mentions AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> roll that one. R- roll roll that nine eleven thing again. I, I got I'm sorry again. <laughs> okay. Let's just start right here. So I'm sorry, but we're gonna let's inside baseball. So his favorite thing was I wouldn't say it was his favorite thing, but he would always say symbology, right? Uh-huh. Remember how insane it made us. Yeah, yeah. So you guys don't know this, maybe, whatever. There was a guy who ran the board for the morning show that I worked with. He quit, and I loved Matt. And I told Matt that I could no longer work at the radio station (laughs) unless he was involved in the morning show. And Matt covered my ass. You guys have no idea. I was living in a haunted house. There was all kinds of Things were going on. I'd call Matt, and I'd be like, would you turn my computer on so that it looks like I've been there? (laughs) I'm no kidding. I'd be I'd be at a rock and roll show at two in the morning and the producer of the afternoon show on the ticket would look at me and be like, You have to go to work in the morning? Like, what are you doing? Not just in the morning, in two hours from yeah, now. Two hours. Well done. But that that was pretty much my life. And guess what? You're all lucky because of it. Because <laughs> all of those steps have led to now. We worked with a guy who was a spaz. It wasn't a big deal for him to be like, so this email dated July 16th, 2008 is just labeled more Bolton good. In our lifetime, an embarrassment of riches for us in aviation in Dallas-Fort Worth lately. We bring it to you next. In the meantime, why won't Hillary Clinton quit? Because she has... In the meantime, why won't Hillary Clinton quit? Because she has. <laughs> Matt probably won't admit this kind of thing, but this guy, he developed this tactic that we called mouth farting. Oh, yeah. Where when you would call him or just when you would talk to him in general and you disagreed with him, his response to you, his argument would be. It was just like the most worthless dismissal of whatever 
Dude, point you just made. Has there ever been anything worse? No. I'd love to employ that if I'm ever in an argument. Yeah. An adult man was doing this. <laughs> an adult. <laughs> I want to point out that he is, in fact, not a child. Yeah. The amount of times that I thought that Ron Derockstra oh, was going to come across the table. Clock that motherfucker. Yeah. With a baseball bat. Yeah. And the way that we would spell the mouth fart, it would be like P. P H B T B T B T. Like I just hold down the F key. I <laughs> <laughs> literally look away from the screen and hold down the F key to spell. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff, nobody's ever doing that or anything. <laughs> Whatever. Has any talk show host in America made more money off of the concept of going? I don't. Th- I don't think so. <sighs> Our boss used to come in and he'd be like. What is he doing? I was like, at what point, Dan? What is he eating? I told him not to eat anymore because he smacks all morning. (laughs) It's like Dan. Just not unless you're on a. I said earlier on a fishing trip, you know, uh, grabbing and messing with your buddies. We don't normally touch each other. It's just not what we do. So it made the Romney Perry touching during the debate the other night kind of awkward. We all kind of went ah. And and at the same time, you talk about prostate cancer, uh, and yet for all the jokes we make, what what is going on in that in that fifteen seconds? Dude, it's not even over. <laughs> you ever touch your buddies on a fishing trip and you're like, whatever. And I'm like, and you're like, prostate cancer. <laughs> what is this? This is radio. Yes. Yeah. Market five. Market five. And growing. Market five, dude. <laughs> email would say, remember, market five. And growing. <laughs> Maybe the time we touch each other's penis when we were... <laughs> Fishing. Messing and grabbing. That time we were just messing around. Guy just doing a cup check. Hey, do you want to let me touch your balls while I do the same to you and then also stroke my penis while it's here and let's be weird about it. What? You want to call me gay? <laughs> we had a dude that I was pretty convinced was gay that worked with us for a while, but he was a really good guy. He was like, dude. I see Bolton checking you and Griffin out every morning in their really? coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the eager eye. It's just not, unless you're on a, I said earlier on a fishing trip, you know, uh, grabbing and messing with your buddies. We don't normally touch each other. It's just not what we do. So it made the Romney Perry touching during the debate the other night kind of awkward. We all kind of went, ah. And, and at the same time, you talk about prostate cancer. Uh, and yet, it, for all the jokes we make, I don't need to straighten it out because I, I, I specifically heard from guys that are friends of mine like, hey, dude, I mean, literally it, on a golf course, playing golf with a friend of mine who went, hey, dude, did you hear this thing about the prostate the other day? And it was it was an odd thing, but it's it's such such a top of mind issue. What in the world is happening in that? The biggest stage possible. You realize I went to Denver with that guy. Oh, yeah. I covered the 2008. I hope our next iTunes review is just that. Dude, somebody review. Give us a five-star review. Please offset that dude. Sorry if we offended you. What do you mean offended him? Oh, I'm I'm not worried about that. Someone got offended that I was wearing a button-up T-shirt. 
or button-up shirt no that was our boston friend <laughs> dude your wife man respect to your wife cause she's like leave matt the fuck alone <laughs> like she sorry sorry after you go to work every now and then sorry <laughs> like god look at that fucking republican <laughs> that's donnie though yeah no i know <laughs> what do i say to that that's the only thing you can say to stuff like that and maybe that yeah. is why the Bolton mouth fart may be the only way to actually deal with the United States of America's. Maybe that's our only weapon against AI because <laughs> AI can't do that. You know why? Because it doesn't have lips. They don't have lips yet. Let's have one called Ron, 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 Ron. Ron, Ron, Ron. 536 on 570 KLF. I'm Jeff Bolton. Ronda Rockshire joins me as he does this time each day. We look into your political update, tell you everything that's happening overnight. There's an actual... (laughs) I will veto every single beer bill with... Uh, He didn't say with as much fervor as you said. What the fuck was that even? She goes on to say... At five years old, anytime you tell a child not to touch something, that's exactly what they do. It's in their nature to be curious and to touch and handle things. I can see gun it here on the way Gun control and safety or me, 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 me. <gasps> if we're going to scare the crap out of this woman, let's just that's, do it for real. the same one. That's about the NRA. You've got to send that to Stinchfield. Oh, I do. That's got to be in the open of that fucking show. Dude, do you remember this one, though? You're there, Rich. Thank you. Appreciate your call. 740 on 570 KLIF. For those of you just joining Uh, us this morning, we are trying to identify the single reason why Mayor Tom Leppard is willing to stake his political fortune on building a convention center (laughs) hotel. I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea outside of basic political hubris why he would do this. Hubris. Yeah, that convention center hotel hasn't worked out. Roy in Dallas, you're on 570 KLIF. Good morning. Hello, greetings. Hello, greetings. I'm a time traveler, and I just wanted to uh, let you know that that whole hotel is basically just going to kind of end up like the Trinity River. Meaning? Well, it's just kind of going to, they're going to forget about it. For What do you mean, forget about it how? They're just going to gonna get all tied up and then we're just not gonna really think about it anymore when we get a new mayor no it, you mean it so it, you gotta explain this to me it's gonna be built or it's not gonna be built well it's gonna be partially built and then it's gonna be tied up and then it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be that way okay half built all right so tell me this it's half built tell me what's gonna happen uh, in your status as time travel from the year 2040, what's going to happen to Cliff? KLIF 570. Oh, y- y'all are still on. That's good. Okay, that's good to know. What is going to happen to Clint personally? Clint? Clint. Clint? Who's that? The young man that answered the phone. Oh, I don't know. I don't know him. Can't see that one. Okay. All right. Hey, Roy, thanks. Appreciate your call this morning. Roy. Uh, James and Roy the time child. Hello, greetings. Hello, greetings. Uh. <laughs> I'll give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) This labeled the jackhammer machine gun. (laughs) Dude, 
cat walked in when I was putting that together and just looked at me and backed out of the room. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Wait a minute. I am gay. You've just crossed into the city limits of Common Senseville with your mayor, Jeff Bolton, now on Stimulating Talk, 570 KLIF. 5.54 on Stimulating Talk, 570 KLIF. I'm Jeff Bolton. Glad you joined us here this morning in Common Senseville. It's the place where you go to get things, well, common. With some sense added on. Hey, want to remind you all Fridays. <laughs> that's the dumbest. Common? That's with the some dumbest. Sense. Right now in your ear? <laughs> no. Well, happy birthday, Donna. We appreciate happy the time. Happy birthday, Donna. Thank you, guys. Good, I appreciate it. Good luck today. All right. What, um, what? Do you like this gig? <laughs> what a dumb question. <laughs> do you like this gig? That's Donna. She's awesome. Uh, and she resides in Awesome Town. She's like the mayor of Awesome Town. Now, not to downplay Jill Horvath, it's her birthday too. But uh, Which is right down the street from Common Sense. Just though. no time to call Jill here at the station. But if you okay, so do you think you're being raped? You're right. You are. It's not a joke. And I'll tell you exactly how it's happening. Sizzling bacon. I'll tell you why I spank mine and why it hurts so bad. You'll probably think it's something they do in a third world country. Join me at 705 on Jeff Bolton mornings and I'll tell you exactly how. I'm not kidding either. You just gotta love speed. It's right here on Talk Radio 570 KLIF. <laughs> <laughs> so Notice do you think it starts it? the smack? Listen to how it starts. <laughs> so do you think you're being raped? You're right, you are. It's not a joke. And I'll tell you exactly how it's happening. Sizzling bacon? I'll tell you why I spanked mine and why it hurts so bad. You'll probably think it's something they do in a third world country. Join me at 705 on Jeff Holton mornings and I'll tell you exactly how. I'm not kidding either. You just gotta love speed. <laughs> right here on Talk Radio 570 KLIF. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Dude, how bad does that hurt? I have found. <laughs> Dude, listen to the start of this clip. I have found in just in my life. But but you know, I have discovered in my life, it is now the, the the trust that I have in the deliverer as much as I do the pursuit of the information what? that's important to me. I just made a sentence that made absolutely no sense at all. Let me back up. I mean, not a lick of sense. Keep that one because it's a good promo for how you can lose your way. I got to think about this so, it, so I state it correctly. Um, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's do Chantix at 8.05 because we've got Dick uh, with this raw nerve open talking about this. I, I, I grew up with Mexican and brown and black and red kids and I want to get to this, Dick, if I can. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I'm just looking at your face, and it's worth a thousand dollars. Call from Paul. You're on with Jeff Bolton on 570 KLF. Paul, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. I don't know where you get all this energy this early in the morning. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I got to tell you, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, Start at Starbucks at three in the morning. You know they don't open. Uh, I have my star. My Starbucks is a uh, is a beautiful woman, long fast asleep at three in the morning, named Blaine. She makes it the night before. Well, they say a happy wife, happy life. Woohoo! Because every time I talk to you, it's like talking to myself, which is great. It's utopia. You ready? You ready for this? Should I give this utopia? You are living in utopia. Um, oh, oh, you don't hear this this morning. And just let the supers pick it all. Oh, good preaching, preacher, preach on. Thank you. I think I will. Next on 570 KLIF. <laughs> <laughs> How many fucking horror movies did you just live right there? <laughs> good preaching, preacher, preach on. Good. Thank you. I good think preacher. I will. <laughs> I really can't think of a better way to end. Steve had been here one week, and I was like, hey, man, um, I got this great promo bed. <laughs> you remember the promo? This is it. I was playing those the other day for somebody. Because I was saying, like, the we're talking about how drunk with power you become when you have when you have unfettered access to the voice guy. Oh my god, it's such an amazing thing. His line that he was supposed to read was, "Sometimes you just have to say what the fuck." And he was like, he would just get in there and read a script. I mean, I mean, he was the best man. He was yeah. so good, and he was just like, "I'm just gonna say what the fuck." You know, we, we, and we, he, what we were supposed to bleep it in the right, yeah. yeah so he's the, just telling me because yeah. so I had these clips of Brian doing this, and as you've heard, we we had a talk show host who is real good at creating moments that make you Jeff say. Bolton mornings weekdays five to nine a.m. <laughs> this is not this is not your normal talk show. This is not a place where if I sense you disagreeing, I put you on hold and whack you off or you're off the line or whatever. Jeff Bolton. We bring it to you next. In the meantime, why won't Hillary Clinton quit? Sometimes you just have to say, what the fuck? I'm really struggling right now. This is Talk Radio 570 KLIF. When I got fired, I sent these to everyone. When we all got axed. Jeff Bolton mornings, weekdays 5 to 9 a.m. Tiki Society wants to run as a Democrat. You wish you'd have thought about it. Tiki Freeman could Tiki DeRockstra. Tiki, what is it going to be? Freeman and Bolton for the election? It'd be, be you and him? He'd kick your tail. Tiki DeRockstra. Jeff Bolton. You're absolutely right. Pro Obama. No, wrong. Wrong. No. Pro Obama. <laughs> 
Cynthia, you have lost your mind. Sometimes you just have to say, what the fuck? <laughs> this is Talk Radio 570 KLIF. <laughs> such a fucking jack wagon. Like, that makes you so mad. A drop Jeff machine, Bolton. though. We start with Todd. Well, let me give you one example of this. No, no, no. I need a quote. Okay. Hey, Todd. 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 What is wrong with you? Dude. Slow down. I'm trying to give you one. Slow down. So that would imply the Republican Party, too, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. Because it... it Todd. I'll go ahead and say what the fuck. The quote is in the context of a discussion about democratic politics, Todd. Don't parse words. Okay, everybody knows what he's talking about. This is this is what you're missing. Because your vote... Okay, Todd, you speak, I speak, you speak, I speak. We don't talk over each other. I'm going to pull you back up off of hold. I'm going to give you one more chance. Sometimes you just have to say, what the fuck? Okay? I, I'm. We're not because it. it, it Todd. 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 This is Talk Radio 570 KLIF. Todd. <laughs> I love the Todd drops. He is so flustered at that. He's Todd. Todd. It's like he's trying to call. Basketball for Ball State, and he passed it to the man right now. I'm so sorry. God almighty in heaven. Todd! We haven't done this in so long, and good God damn, if you can't get down a radio. Oh my God. I can't believe you don't remember the sounds of Bolton. I mean, that's the most insane sound. <laughs> this the worst monster in the world when it comes to the remedy. <laughs> I can't even do it. It's so impossible for the human body. It's not. Yeah, it's not I, a sound a human I'm a command. master of vocal manipulation, and <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Who could? Oh. Run up on your shit. K-L-I-F 1190 With so much more since 1954 In Dallas, Texas Six short months we went together Decided it should be forever To pay Better than one, a diamond ring. It was done. Bought her a house like I said I would in a subdivided neighborhood. The views got short and the nights got long. It was over long gone before I knew where I was headed to. I'm going through the big being don't mean Dallas. I can't believe what the judge had to tell us. I got she got the powers I'm going through the big thing Don't mean dollars Things like this are never final I'm still paying on the vinyl Pouring in the laundry room It's multicolored and waterproof 
little bit tough to face my friends The ones that said that I jumped in The river of love a little too soon That was August This is June And it's a different tune I'm going through the big D and don't mean Dallas I can't believe what the judge had to tell us I got the key, she got the palace I'm going through the big D and don't mean Dallas The two-bedroom mortgage is due Side my blue palace I'm going through the big day and don't mean Dallas I'm going through the big day and don't mean Dallas At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.